to know worst chore. The last thing she wanted was to be around a baby. It still hurt to see a baby in the grocery store, and even on TV. Now she was expected to be excited about living with one? Abruptly, she stood up. I've got to go to work. Right now? Her dad looked at his watch. You've got over an hour before you have to be at the Sugar Creek Inn. I told Mrs. Kent I'd come in early. She lied. I'm, um, already late. I think you're being awfully rude, Lily, her father chided. This is a wonderful event. It's something to celebrate. Struggling to hold herself together, Lily bit the inside of her cheek. Anything to keep all the feelings from bursting out. It's not my fault I have to work. Face pale, her mother stood up too. Please don't leave. I think we should talk about this. Lily, there's nothing to talk about. Of course there is. I know you're still upset about- Don't, Lily interrupted, the pain inside making her voice hard, clipped. Don't mention that. Ever. But- Let her go, Barb, her dad said quietly. Before her mother decided to have some kind of creepy heart-to-heart, Lily set her plate in the sink, picked up her purse and keys from the kitchen counter, and raced out of the house. Two minutes later, she was pulling onto the quiet state road that led to Sugar Creek. She hardly looked around her. The surrounding leaves, just beginning to change to gold and bronze, meant nothing. The cooler, crisp air with the hint of pine and apples failed to penetrate her awareness. Only pain surged through her as her eyes welled with tears and began to fall. When her vision blurred, she pulled into an empty storefront's parking area and collected her thoughts. How could her parents be expecting a baby? Just months after she'd miscarried? And they'd looked so happy, too. How could they be happy? Her mother was 45 years old. Charlie was 21. Nobody had a baby when they had a 21-year-old. Except her parents. Putting the car in park, she covered her face with her hands and breathed in and out slowly. She had to get a hold of herself. There was no way she could function if she didn't. A knock on her window startled her. You okay? the Amish man said, looking curiously through the glass at her. Lily nearly jumped out of her skin when she saw who it was. Robert Miller. Robert, who came to the Sugar Creek Inn on a regular basis and always sat at the same table, who hadn't said more than a handful of words to her the first five times he came to the restaurant, who knew she'd had a miscarriage and had asked if she was all right, who had volunteered to help look for her brother during a horrible storm this past April. And there he was, standing outside her door, as if he wandered around Sugar Creek and looked in car windows all the time. As his blue eyes continued to examine her, she nodded. Perhaps then he would go away. She wasn't that lucky. He stood there, strong and still, waiting for her to roll the window down.
she did one better and got out of the car. Though she knew her tears had blurred her mascara, most likely making her eyes look like a raccoon's, she looked at him directly and smiled. Hi, Robert. Are you all right? You've been sitting in there crying for a good ten minutes. Has it been that long? She murmured, not actually expecting an answer. There was no way she was going to tell him about the latest development in her crazy mixed-up life. She hardly knew him. Lily decided to ask a question of her own instead. Why are you here? His face didn't even crack a smile. You answer my question first. Pulling over and crying is not good. I know. I'm just upset about something. Well, I can see that.